This episode is sponsored by State Farm. Choices are great. Like with your podcasts, you get to choose what you want to listen to. And State Farm believes insurance should work the same way. That's why the State Farm Personal Price Plan helps you get the coverage you want at an affordable price and a policy that helps cover what you value most. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Call or go to statefarm.com today to create your State Farm Personal Price Plan. Prices vary by state. Options selected by customer. Availability and eligibility may vary. This episode is brought to you by Blizzard. Play Diablo 4 free during the open beta weekend. Only you can stand in the way of the forces of hell. Play free March 24th to 26th and pre-purchase for early access. Journey through the entire first act. Battle up to level 25 as all five classes. Adventure with your friends in four-player co-op. Descend into hell early during the open beta. Pre-purchase Diablo 4 now. Following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Well, no, what I'm saying is someone's still going to win, and it might be weak. If, 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 I know, you know, just what half the field is playing badly, you know, with golf, you can easily say, oh, the course must be hard, they're all playing bad, you know what I mean? It all kind of comes back to earth a little bit. Sergio has been like, ah, I can't wait to leave this place. And here we are. Season two is what we're going to call this because why not? It's a new year and we are back. Not that we ever went anywhere. We've always been here with you guys. But the DFS in the betting portion of golf is back. and We are excited to bring that. But before we get to some bigger news that we just have to get to because we are a sports show. How are you this evening? What is going on from the basement or from wherever that is in your house? The ba- you say the basement like I'm Will Ferrell screaming for meatloaf here. <laughs> One step shy of that. My sugar mama upstairs taking care of my kid. Um, no, I'm I'm doing great. Happy New Year to you. I happy hope it was. I hope it's a safe, happy holiday season. Uh, and and you said something on the on the outset that reminded me because like, when I told my roommate, I was like, "Hey, it's Tuesday night. You know what that means? Wink, wink." And yeah, we all know what that means. And she goes, oh, I know, every Tuesday. And I said, you know what? I'm going to take that snarky little remark, and I'm going to wear it as a badge of honor because she's right. Every Tuesday, you know, we, you know, for almost a better part of a year now, you and I have gotten here, and we've we've hashed out whatever been going on in the whatever been going on, whatever's been going on in the golf world. Take a breath. It's been an emotional day. Take a breath. Yes. Uh, and also the rest of life. That's the that's the point of the show, right? It's not all golf. Life is not golf. Golf is not life as we lose followers everywhere. And uh, 
and nothing, yeah, right. This is tiptoeing this line and this delicate pivot. How do how do we pivot from this intro into what you alluded to, which is what we all saw uh, last no night? And, and th there is no way to pivot. But um, uh, the the point I was trying to make is we we do stick to things as you know, as sports fans, as podcast people. You know, we live by routine. We we thrive on it. And last night was one of those moments where the routine got broken. We've seen <clears throat> we've seen people take hits before. We've seen the ambulance come out. Uh, we've seen people take a knee. We've seen people, you know, in tears. Uh, we we always get the thumbs up or the ambulance drives off after a minute or two. And all right, you know, let's let's get back to it. And that moment never came. And and that's why I think today, you know, we have to address it right off the rip. Thoughts and prayers to. Mm -hmm. um, God, Demar I'm, I'm Hamlin. Sorry, I was about to say Denny Hamlin. Wrong sport. Oh, Jesus. Uh, that's well. That was. I mean. Yeah, yeah. I that's all that came to mind. Uh, I think his his GoFundMe. The GoFundMe they set up has crossed five million at this point. Earlier this morning, it was at three point five. It's up to five million now, and it's not for him or his medical bills. It's for uh, charities yeah. and organizations that he and I think his mother work with. And perspective is the is is one word that comes to mind but gratitude's the other you asked earlier how you doing and i feel grateful i'm overwhelmed with gratitude for my health for the company i keep for uh, the opportunity to do this with you and have wonderful people who on the back on the backside support us and allow us to come up here and chop it up every week and keep things in perspective because that i mean th there's people who've been doing this a lot longer than i and they're they're at a loss for words right now and in and it's because we've never seen this before. We are humans. Uh, you know, th you know the, uh, the other players that have passed on, you know, back in the 80s was at uh, Hank Gathers, uh, Len Bias. You know, it wasn't on live national television in front of a hyped game like this to the to, to the eyeballs and the instant connection to, to each other. And then there's Twitter and, you know, people are just throwing slings and arrows. So if there's anything that I could take away from it, it's perspective and gratitude. And the last one being a little bit of empathy and try to try to give people space to process this kind of stuff. You don't know what what what's going through somebody's mind when they see that from their couch you don't know what it might have gone on in their day that that reignited something or they connected uh in another way um and and people have to get through it however they need to hopefully they tune this in and they haven't tuned out yet and because we are going to kind of turn the corner here but yeah. um thoughts and prayers from everybody you know everybody here at divots and pivots belly up you know everybody that we work with you know we can't we can't stress urgently enough. If you have a thought or a vibe that you put out in the universe, send one to Buffalo, New York or Cincinnati right now, I guess. hundred percent. And shout out to the Cincinnati fans and the, the city and uh, the, the ownership and the, the administration in Cincinnati as a whole for the support they, they gave to the bills, gave to the Hamlin family. Um, that can't be lost or forgotten. It, it, hey, it even goes all the way back to when, what was it like uh, three or four years ago when, uh, the Bills uh, fan base overwhelmingly showed up for a GoFundMe for Andy Dalton's uh, situation there. So that's this 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 weird connection with these two uh, fan bases, these two administrations. So uh, you you just those are the things you like to see uh, people you know gather together when it's needed when it becomes more than sports. And and that's unfortunately with the circumstances last night we did see the camaraderie happen. 
And you said it much more than sports. Sports, I've told the story before, I'm going to tell it again, you know, derived from a word that means escape, something to take our mind off of things. And that's what we're going to try to do here. Uh, yes. We are, we, it is a new year, like you said, at uh, season two. And why not? Because uh, we live on the South Korean calendar. And if you're not fluent in South Korean culture, um, you gain a year every January 1st. Uh, so there's the day you were born, you're one. Did you know about this, by the way? No, you're you're confusing the hell out of me right now. Are you serious? Okay. I've never heard this before. So South Korean, the way that they they count age over there, mm-hmm. the day you're born, you are one. You are one, and then okay. every January, and then and then after that, every subsequent uh, time you gain a year on that number, it's on January first. So if oh. you're a baby born December thirty first, you're you are two the next day on january one does that make sense now like i don't it does mean make sense, sense. It, so so it's like, just one big birthday party on new year's eve over there then happy birthday everyone yeah i guess we could say <laughs> that happy belated birthday to all our fans in south korea wearing the whack gear uh kevin now huge whack guy and not just oh, because no. he's he's on live he actually it's a, it's a it's a pretty interesting clothing brand and style but it's a new year so we got a new show we have some new updates to share we got some new t- segments mm-hmm. that we're gonna we're gonna kind of unveil to bring some structure and fun structure and fun are two words you normally hear around <laughs> one another but without rules then you just have chaos and anarchy in every game including golf and there's integrity and more that goes this into it true. before we go any further how was your new year's uh what'd you do who were you with I was just with my kids for New Year's. It was a daddy weekend, and uh, New Year's Eve, we we played games. We watched a movie. The kids were in bed by 9. I was in bed right after them, and I just laid in bed until midnight and then fell right asleep. You That's... laid right in bed. You laid in bed until that poor, that poor, poor, poor kicker from Ohio State had to call, had to just college kicker all over himself. I didn't, ha- I didn't have it on, but I loved all the jokes oh. about how uh, – what was all the jokes out there? They're saying, "Oh, the Ohio State fans were, were so lucky, even though they they were gonna miss the ball drop in Times Square, they get to see it drop fifty yards short and to the left." You know, I was I too <laughs> hung out with the fan. We had some friends over. They went home early with their kids. It's funny because we joked about how ten years ago, whoo, yeah. <laughs> uh, different. I'd probably still be on the couch that's over there. But here are here here's to the gods. Hopefully we can get through one more and my Georgia dogs can go back to back and the Stetson, the mailman bet at the fourth, uh, will will ride off into the sunset. They almost didn't make uh, it there. I was almost gonna be having to call uh, uh what's it called? Um what do the police do those uh when they check? They go and knock wellness on the door. check. Wellness check. I was gonna do a wellness check on you because I wasn't sure how you'd be taken if they blew that game. It was the funny thing is, is like, yeah, I mean, there's no, yes, we got lucky, um, but I mean, well, people also forget Georgia missed two field goals earlier in the game. You make those and maybe the difference isn't there. So things happen. Everybody, you need a little luck. Come on. Hashtag Bill Buckner. You need a little luck in this world. Uh, and we got some luckily. Uh, and so next Monday, TCU Horn Frogs are going to get a dirty taste of SEC football. I do think we're healthy enough. I think that was, um, not the miracle on ice, but you have mm-hmm. people forget the miracle on ice for the Americans. That was just the semifinal. That was not the gold medal game. Uh, yep. They still had to go take care of business. Same thing with the Sox in 04, you know, four days in October unlocked the chance to go play for the title. Mm-hmm. So I do think that, that George is going to repeat. And again, yeah. Stetson will ride off into the sunset. Um, but something that I am swearing off of. Uh-oh. Actually, I don't want to. I don't want to do that yet. We've talked about this before, and I teased, <laughs> teased it earlier. So, 
We're going to start. Uh, you're, you're tuning into Divots and Pivots, brought to you by the, the generous folks at Belly Up yes. Sports, Marler Bros, <clears throat> Fantasy National, and Piper Golf. Uh, if you haven't piped it lately, you're not living. So, and, the, and, go, and go to any, by the way, go to any of those, uh, those websites, uh, promo code li- DivPiv, and get 10% off. Go ahead. Live on the mind for you. Yeah. And if you are a fan of Fantasy National Golf Club and using their, their research tools for your DFS plays or all your fantasy plays, just in general, uh, the moose from fantasy national will be on in the coming weeks. So make sure to, to be aware of the socials. We will be having the moose on as a guest to hear from him live. So make sure to stay tuned in here as always. Would it be a bridge too far if I wore a t-shirt that had a giant moose on the front? Not at all. I'm I've, just, worn it, I've worn it on the show before actually. It's a fun story. I remember. Me. Yeah. Cause you, you pointed it out that you, it was one, one night you were wearing it is when you realized that the logo I was, was think, a moose. I think I was, I was that moment old when I realized that, but something that we're going to be introducing in season two is a segment of the show we like to call divot or pivot. And if you can't tell from the name, that's exactly what you do with the topic. If you like it, you dig into it. You take a big old fat, hairy beaver pelt of a divot and you see that sucker fly off into the distance and you tell your caddy, go, go fetch that. Um, If you don't like it, you pivot, you pivot and you walk away fast. You might even run from it. So topic one on divot or pivot for you and I today, New Year's resolutions. Where do you stand, sir? (laughs) I don't do them. It's always always just like a, 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 I don't know. It's, it's always empty. (laughs) It's always empty. So then then it's a lot of pressure to just do something that you should do anyways. If you, if it's in your head to do it as a resolution, you're only putting more pressure on yourself to then do it, which then when you have a setback, it's easier to walk away from for some reason. I love it. You're a pivot on this because you want to avoid failure and pressure and, and accountability for yourself. I too am a pivot on the well, New Year's resolutions. That way, Jesus, that's not what I was trying to say. But... No, but you you did you did put something interesting in there, um, and it is my point. And that's where I was. I started shaking my fig, finger for those of you watching on on YouTube's uh, go ahead and click whatever the, wherever that bell is, go ahead and subscribe. So you don't miss this, yes, this yes, lovely subscribe. action. We Please. can never charge you for this content uh, to rip off Dan Patrick as always. I'm a pivot. And there's something in there that you said that, that is the reason I'm a pivot. Why new year's? What's so special about new year's? I think the people use new year's resolutions as a crutch in, in, mm-hmm. in the wrong way to say, I'm going to wait until new year's. And then what happens? Then we have, we have a, we have a Sunday new year's day, which is Sunday synonymous with the day of rest. Mm-hmm. There was football on, you know, come on, New Year's Day. I'll start on Monday. What happened Monday? Well, because New Year's Day was on Sunday. Monday was oh, a holiday. Nobody went to work. holiday. Everyone's at the bars. Yeah, Everyone's out yeah, at lunch. Yeah. And, and now, now it's Tuesday. You just got caught up on. Yeah. So now if you have something in mind, you got a change you want to make to quote Coach Prime now. And I don't know if you just saw his. <clears throat> no, I don't know if you saw his speech to Jackson mm-hmm. State before their bowl game that they lost in gut-wrenching fashion at the very last minute. Nah, he started talking and then he just stopped and he was tearing up and he was, you know, and they're all like, we love you coach. And he just started saying the word now over and over and over. Mm -hmm. And, and it was really empowering. So no pivot away from those new year's resolutions. Do it. If you want to do it. Uh, Well, and then what also also happens is leading up to new year's, you're like, well, I'm like the two weeks leading up to new year's where you've already decided what your resolution is going to be. You're like, oh yeah, well I'm starting that in two weeks. So I'm going to live it up right now. You're just going to make it harder for yourself. Like it's just, a, There's just no point in my eyes. I'm a big Christmas resolution because, I, like you said, if I don't have something to do in the week between Christmas – by the way, I heard a word that's kind of uncomfortable. It's up there with moist uh, and uncomfortableness. Betwixtmas? Betwixtmas? 
Yeah, I saw this term. I mean, I understand what it's meaning, but right, it's, right, but it's a strange the only, one. <laughs> the only other time I've heard the word betwixt is yeah. in the definition of the word taint, <clears throat> and I'm going to let the kids go look that up. Number two, wearing sports jerseys. I'm not yes. putting any context around it. Divot or pivot, wearing sports jerseys, go. I'm there for it. I wear them. Well, I wear football ones. And, and no, I wear football and hockey. No, you know what? I wear football, hockey, and baseball. <laughs> I just so, don't have I just don't have the body to pull off the basketball jersey because I don't have the shoulders and the arms to really make that work. It just looks like I'm wearing a freaking like blanket that I've worn through. Unless you're paying off a bet <laughs> or getting paid to wear it in the performance of an act. I'm not even going to say um, you have to be okay. a pro sportsman because if some stripper comes out in a T.O. jersey, who am I to judge? <laughs> but I really wanted to go buy one of the Boston Bruins. Um, what the, oh, what the hell is the outdoor game? The Winter Classic. They were, those uniforms were so fire. Those were dope. And it got me thinking, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I can't go anywhere in that because, A, I'm not from Boston. I don't have the accent for it. B, I've never skated in my life outside of the seventh grade class trip in Washington, D.C. Swear for support. That's why, you know, I do have a Boston Bruins beanie, but I, I think to mm-hmm. myself, everybody wears beanies up here. It's like wearing a ball cap. You're fine. I think a jersey is an investment too far that I'm not willing to make myself. Mm-hmm. I don't hate anybody for wearing jerseys, mostly because I like seeing not the parody jerseys, but maybe ironic jerseys. Custom mm-hmm. jerseys are cute for couples as long as they're dirty or you're over the age or you've been married 40 years or more. <laughs> Uh, but by and large, if you're wearing a jersey, what are you doing? Come on, get 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 a nice pocket tee uh, from Mahler Brothers using the promo code DivPiv, and well, obviously, really yes. fly your flag that way. <laughs> obviously, yes. If I had the opportunity to wear a jersey, a second ball All American, I'm wearing second ball All American. That's a no brainer. Um, but I do I do rock the jerseys. I have two Bruins. I have uh, two Patriots ones and a Red Sox. So fun fact, friends of the show might know this. Actually, my friends don't even know it, let alone friends of the show. Uh, I was born in Washington, or right outside of Washington, D.C. in Fairfax, Virginia. And so in the early 80s, right when uh, the, the red, the former, the, the, the uh, let's see. How, how do, the Washington the football team. No, they have a name. There's a commander. I know they now, do. I was and, just... I, and I like it. I'm here for it, uh, which means it also tipped my hand on the other one, which I've always had a love for them just because my family went through there when they were winning uh, major sports, you know, victories in the Super Bowls and whatnot. So I've always felt an affinity for them. I think I might have to get, not get on the bandwagon. I'm a Pats guy till I die. Uh, You know, that's my thing. My thing. (laughs) I wear white before Labor Day. That's my thing. Major Tutty. Did you see Major Tutty? And what are your thoughts on Major Tutty? Divot or pivot on Major Tutty? I actually haven't, no. I did not. I was not prepared for that one. Truth, truth, gun to your head. Do you know? Who, do you I know? Please skip over that line in the show prep. <laughs> right there in the rundown between sports right jerseys there. and live golf. All right, so Major Tutty. If you, if the folks at home want to Google it, actually don't Google. You're probably in the car and just keep driving. We'll tell you. That's oh. the new mascot for the Washington Commanders. It's a well, fat that's pig. I, that's what I figured. I it's like a it giant yet. cartoon looking pig, uh, with a war helmet. You know the Commanders vibe, and then obviously the the pig. Because it's a shout out to the like the dirty hogs or whatever they called themselves, the big uglies. 
that won a bunch of those '80s Super Bowls. So Major Tutty, I, I'm divoting Major Tutty. I might <laughs> dig in and get a get an ounce, get a pound of bacon off of Major Tutty's backside. You, you know what I love about the the costume that the they're rocking for for Major Tutty is that easy now. It's my boy. They, they actually we don't know what he identifies. He I, or she like, identifies as. Like I get that he's a pig, but if if he's a pig, make the legs proportionate to the belly to the belly because they just straight up gave the man like a triple muffin top. <laughs> it's just or whatever, but it, it's just an awkward looking body of a costume, and that that's how I feel about that. Hey, big big mascots need loving too. All <laughs> right, the, the, nothing wrong with that. Just make the legs make sense too, because the legs just look way too skinny for that size of that pig. <laughs> oh my god! Hashtag Teddy. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag Tutty love hashtag get oh, tutty. Tutty. major Tutty. I, oh, wow. I don't know where Tutty comes from. I'm sure there's some sort of Washington football commander nickname in the history of it all. Live. You, you mean, said I, it earlier. And I want touchdown. It's, it's a short, short for touchdown. You not heard that before, Tutty? I'm. I will not give you shit for not not doing your homework and knowing about this major sports <laughs> story before, because yeah, I, I actually did put that together earlier and I read it. Um, <laughs> An existential presence in this show throughout the year is going to be live golf. And I think you can't cover the sport of golf or talk about sports in our arena without acknowledging it's there. So it's going to be, I don't know if it's going to be a weekly topic, uh, but given that it's the first week of the year and we're doing a lot of prognosticating and prognostications, uh, shout out Groundhog Day coming up. Will a a live player wins a major this year? Divot or pivot? Uh, So I thought long and hard about this one. In the I think they, I think they do. I think one does. Uh, I, th- I think, I think Smith can still do it. I think DJ can still do it. Um, yeah, no, I think, I think one of them does just, and I think they're going to have, be able to have that, you know, fire on their back of wanting to prove to everyone that they still play real golf. So I, I, I think, I think somebody wins one this year. Chase Kepka. <laughs> Points on you for for going deep on the on the shout. Did, by the way, just really quick side spin here. Did did you see uh, Chase Kepka played on um, Bob Does Sports on their YouTube channel? He did a one v three scramble against them, and he lost. <laughs> you know, I, I'm, I'm a pretty confident golfer myself. I think I would take you. I I would be willing to let you blindly go out and find somebody of yours. And take the two of you on scramble. You introduce any Joe shit, the rag man or woman for the third, and I'm out. Three. It's hard. Yeah. To beat three. You, you get three looks at everything too. It's that. That said, and plus those are, guys have gotten good at golf. Fat Perez is is like he he could be, you know, at least on an amateur tour, a secondary tour, or something. He is aces. I don't know if you've ever watched their channel or seen him swing. The the man is nails. I like that you went from aces, a nice little wink, wink, nod, nod, golf <laughs> reference and live reference. I agree. I think Cam Smith, and actually this is a shout out to my, uh, my almost jokingly said future former brother-in-law. Uh, that's my future <laughs> former nine to five. My brother-in-law. Wow. He Brutal. texted me the other, he texted, he texted me the other day and he says, do you think a live player is going to win a major? And I actually am saying, no, I don't think it's going to happen. Okay. I agree with what you said that DJ has got the firepower, especially at Augusta. I could see DJ winning one more at Augusta. If everything holds true with the mm-hmm. exemptions and whatnot, <clears throat> uh, because the same way we saw tiger win one at Augusta, that course suits people who a yeah. favor a cut B are long as you know what, 
uh, and see you've been when you're as talented as those guys are, you can catch lightning in a bottle uh, for, for, for four days around a very familiar course. I just think the numbers are too great. The other side and the other person that I, um, Jordan's his name reference was Cam Smith. because I think Cam Smith's going to be a problem. And I agree with mm-hmm. that. I, I, you know, it's the, he's the defending champ this week and he's not there, which leads us to our next yep. point uh, in, in just a second. But I think that there's just, Law of large numbers. He's going to get swallowed up. I, I think he's a, definitely a favorite for a while. But I also wonder, and let's. This is going to be a fun topic to kind of. And I'm teasing one of my. I'm going to save it. I've got. I've Ooh. got a final. I've got a final live point towards the end. Actually, who gives a big, shit? You're not going to big stick market tease. After the break. Yeah. We. Be- <laughs> hey, Ryan Seacrest. Ryan Seacrest. UGA guy. Go, go dogs. I didn't watch any of France. You've never seen American Idol? Like, no, I mean, no. I, I know who I met on this year's New Year's show. I didn't watch the New Year's Eve show at all with him. Usually, I, I don't know if usually, you heard, but there was a football game. There, there was a pretty big football game on at New Year's. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't exactly go multi-screen. Uh, no, I think that um, it's going to be interesting to track the live golf and their their caliber of play this year when you're when you're not going. And, you know, they say, uh, was it iron sharpens iron or steel sharpens steel, whatever the freak they say when it's like, hey, yeah, we're excited to go, go against a good opponent. Okay. Well, you're not going against that top notch, you know, competition anymore. Not the caliber, not the quantity, not the volume, and not the consistency. You chose the cushy lifestyle. Will that impact your preparedness for these major events? Because these are the guys who wanted to have their cake and eat it too. It looks like they're getting their opportunity this year. I don't think that'll ever impact any any organizations. Um, any organizations' decisions on what to do about live golf and their and their uh, their involvement in the majors, I think the majors kind of this was it. We waited to hear from Augusta. Augusta made their stance. They're just going to basically say we'll honor any existing exe- uh, you know exemptions, which also means if you get a future one, we're going to honor that too because the only future exemptions are either through the PGA Tour, World Golf Ranking, yeah. or winning one of these majors. So everything's going to be status quo. This is going to be the proving ground. This is going to be the live or die mm-hmm. year, pun fully intended. Uh, well, because you bring up a, a great point about the preparation for these major events. They're called majors for a reason because they carry a weight. They carry not a just pressure. about playing they, a tough course. Exactly, it's everything that comes with it. It's it's the course, it's the competition, it's the the extra cameras, the extra fans. Like, there's a lot that that can affect you mentally when it comes to that. So you bring up a great point that you know, with the the difference in tournaments from the live side. It, we will get to see if there's rust or not. And I don't want to say rust because rust is the wrong word. And it might be a case where these guys have been playing the sport all their life for, for so long. And they, they've been there before that maybe they will be, it's going to be like riding a bike and they'll feel comfortable. Who knows? We'll see. But like you said, this is, we're going to finally get a chance to see now. All right. And I, I, I think, I think rust is an appropriate, I, I don't think that's a bad word to use, but at the same time, what came to my mind, what came to mind for me was this uh, notion that again, can't go more than five minutes without bringing up Georgia football right now. It feels like every year that we have a game or two, like against a Vandy or a Missouri, we saw it against Missouri this year, where every all signs point to go in there, curb stomp them, walk out with their girlfriend. Yeah. And all of a sudden we're in a dog fight. And I think it's because we always joke, damn, why do we always play down to our competition, you know, the week before X? And I think that's what you were getting at, which is maybe not rust, but when you only are playing, you know, you only have to beat the competition around you and that competition as a whole is not as strong. What does that look like over time? We're never going to find out because the PGA tour is continuing their ban on the live players to this point, which brings us to our last divot or pivot of day one. 
continuing this ban on live players from the PGA Tour, divot or pivot? Uh, I, I, I think I'm ready to pivot away from it. I think I'm ready for them to just find a way to everyone live kumbaya, play golf wherever you want. Like, it's, I still am here for the PGA, but it's. I guess we'll see that we're gonna have a, like a really full year now of golf where we're gonna see certain events affected, and I want to see how those events are affected by a, a lack of a handful of these guys playing, and see if it downgrades the the appeal of the event in the end. I don't think it will, which is why I'm saying let's just figure out a way to work out the point, the you know, the ranking points and and just have a path for everyone to choose their tournaments and playing them and and is with knowing the full consequences of if they choose one tournament over another. I think that's what it comes down to because we all these golfers are basically independent contractors. So assign the figure out the ranking points for every tournament, assign them, let them choose, they pick their path. I'm all for the PGA Tour continuing their stance on not allowing live players to play in their tournaments. I'm with you in the sense that I love the tour. I love live, and I can't wait to go back and see live again when they when they figure out their Boston location. Rumor has it yeah. they're coming back early June. Um, but I'm not saying this out of any kind of hatred. I think it's you pointed it out. Everybody's shown their cards. The beef is not with the PGA Tour. The beef is with mm-hmm. the official World Golf Ranking. Now, yes. there's circular logic in that because – PGA Tour, USGA, all of these governing bodies kind of influence that. So how does Liv get their seat at the table? I think that Liv has earned an opportunity uh, to be heard out and say, give us one more full year. Last year was, wasn't last year wasn't even like a beta test. Last year was a <clears throat> South, by the way, South Park got their start. Originally it was a, it was a video Christmas card. You can Google the original one. Funny as mm-hmm. shit. And it was a video Christmas card that Trey Parker and what's the other dude's name? Uh, Matt Trey. Um, I don't know. Anyways, Trey Parker and, and, and the other originator, they got commissioned. It went out. It went, it went viral before viral was a thing, but it went viral mm-hmm. amongst the right people that voila, that's how South, South Park is born. Look yeah. it up. Hilarious stuff. Anyway, this was their Christmas card. This this year was their mm-hmm. hey, we 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 we've got something here. Can you look at us? Okay, cool. Year two. This is their pilot year. This is their pilot episode. You get another year under these current conditions. And I think what they should do is and this is what they should petition the official blah, 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 official world golf ranking organization and say, freeze our current rankings, please. Everybody's shown what they think of us. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Let us again go out, show that we have a a a profitable, whatever, whatever the regulations are, whatever you have, whatever measuring stick. But I would say, let us go out and show that we are attracting crowds. We're here to stay. We obviously have the financial backing. What you may think of them personally should be irrelevant to sport. There's going to be people out there. Oh, you're in favor of sports washing. No, I'm not. I think there's enough degrees removed that you can put down your iPhone that was built by slaves in Chinese labor camps and just give everybody a breath. And like we've been saying, let these independent contractors go out and show that they've got something and then come back and say, mm-hmm. Hey, look what happened. A live golfer won a major this year. Live golfers performed this well on the DP world tour at the majors X, Y, and Z. Can we have a conversation now? We're not going to play as many tournaments with as big of fields. So we do understand that they might be watered down, which is why you do have to maximize your opportunities when you do get to a major or when the DP world tour lets you around. And then I think the PGA tour might say, all right, whatever DP has been doing, eh, we'll do what they're doing. They might let you back in, but I say, keep it up right now. 
now and give Liv another chance this year to show they've got a product worthy of earning world golf ranking points because that's where their beef is. PGA Tour yeah. is, like you said, they're a business and they're just looking looking out for their best interest. And yeah. it, and I have no problem with them saying these are the rules. You made your decision. Sure. And hey, um, you guy over there who's a plus nine, at, you know, blah blah blah. I've been grinding your whole life. Come on, your opportunity. You're next. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm close to a plus nine. You think I might get a call? <laughs> okay. Um, so, I, was that was that a was that a tongue? Do you know what it means? Do you know what it means to be a plus? Totally. What it, you, are you talking? I was. I thought you were talking handicap. I am. So when you put plus in front of your handicap, that means it's you're going under. That means a plus nine. So pros are like a plus nine. You can look up. People have done the calculations, and like Tiger Woods's handicap would have been like a plus eleven point two on oh, this see. like run. That that's why when I was like, I had know, it backwards then because I've I've never referred to it as plus or minus. It's always just been thirteen or I, it's the or, most. It's know. the most. It's the weirdest <laughs> thing. So as you start getting closer to zero, no, it's the weirdest thing. It doesn't make much sense. It, Kind of does. I don't know. But yeah, no, plus just means you're going in the opposite direction. So Liv's going to be around. It's going to show up every week. As obviously we just exhibited, there's going to be some Live players who might perform. PGA Tour might have to get some stuff figured out and let them back in. Um, but something that's going to t- kind of take us from Liv and has taken us off the course a lot and is going to be another segment called Tea Time. Okay. <clears throat> While you introduce Tea Time, I'm going to disappear from the camera for a quick second because one of my lights in my apartment that I'm alone in just shut itself off. From another room. Just gonna check it out. <laughs> All right. If and, if Andrew doesn't come back in five minutes, five minutes. What do you think? How long do you? How long could you fend off a predator right now? We'll find out. Go go go. So tea time is gonna be a segment where we spill the tea on what's going on in the golf world off the course. It's gonna be off course on topic and all golf things we see in social media, things that we heard in the broadcast, uh, things that might've happened on our own weekend rounds. And so the first thing that we're going to be talking about in tea time this week, well, it was going to be the live golfers, but obviously we already skipped through that is Augusta national. And I don't have any grand. Listen, if you haven't seen the coverage of Augusta national recently in the master's tournament, they built a magnificent, huge, massive, beautiful state-of-the-art media complex on their grounds. Um, I can't wait to step inside one day and ask Tiger a question. That is my goal in this universe. Andrew's back, so it looks like we're, we're alive. The boogeyman is gone. Shut off. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> Andrew, Andrew, you totally missed it. I just, I just introduced everybody to Tea Time. We're going to spill the tea and talk about things that we see off the course that are in the golf community. Um, such as our friends at Augusta National this week. And so tea time topic number one, first on the tea, Augusta National. Love they it. sent, and if you didn't see this, you got to go Google it. They sent, and Christmas time is always big for the Masters because traditionally that's that's when they send out their invitations. Mm-hmm. And so these guys have been waiting and waiting and waiting. And poor Scott Stallings. Scott Stallings is might be the most fit human I've ever seen save Tiger Woods on the PGA Tour. He bulked up. He's slimmed back down. But Scott Stallings was waiting for his invitation, and he gets a DM from somebody named Scott Stallings. And the DM basically says, hi, Scott. My, t- my name is also Scott Stallings, and my wife's name is also Jennifer. We also live in the town where you live, and we just got this package from Augusta National inviting me to play. I'm good, but not that good. Like, wow, hit me up. I'm not joking. And he sent pictures, and it turned out to be true. It was true. so funny. Was it, what, and, isn't, isn't the other Scott Stallings all, like an amateur golfer, though? He's not like just some guy. Doesn't he play amateur golf? 
Yeah, I think I mean, he, well, he he said he I mean, he was he even said in his little text like his text is text. I'm sound like God, I'm so <laughs> filthy dumpy right now. And by the way, I did. I heard somebody just use the phrase slid into his DMs and had to get corrected. And they're like, no, 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 dude. No, you just sent you just sent him a message. You didn't slide into his DMs. You just sent him a message. <laughs> like that's not how that term is used. So yeah, this realtor gets it. And my point is this. What in the heavenly hell has to happen for Augusta National to screw that up? And I'm, I'm not, I, I'm a very forgiving person. I'm probably one of the, yes, my wife, I'm probably the clumsiest person alive. I'll break things. My iPhone that's only six months old has a shattered screen, but that's all internal pain. You know, let's, let's, let's this is the, this is a premium. You are a world-class exclusive. Forget the fact that you're an exclusive club. This is a premier. This would be like me getting an invitation in the mail to the Oscars. Yeah, don't because they I save should... their addresses from previous years. It's only because it's first time playing. Like, like what? Don't... What? In, what intern Googled Scott Stallings and you know Scott? I'm gonna find out. Scott. Oh, there he is. Scott. You know that's what, It had to have been that, like an intern or well, someone you know what, new or something like that. Because you know when you go on and you Google like old friends or for mm-hmm. in your case exes and sorry too soon <laughs> and you see like names listed as pairs. I've seen mine. You know it says like you know. Uh, Michael and Allison and everybody, you know, my government name is Michael, but um, you see that. I, I guarantee you somebody just like on the white pages or some yeah. Google results just saw like, oh, Scott and Jennifer Stallings, one, two, three main street. So um, my advice for Augusta national, cause I know they're listening, lean into it. Ha- absolutely. Take this as an opportunity to have somebody on your, and if you don't have a social media team, get one. They put produ- they produce beautiful content. But that's not the same thing as what I'm talking about. They need to lean into this and show some personality and kind of wear yes. the egg. And pop. they need to go on. And first of all, the other Scott Stallings better be at the at the Masters this year. He so better be getting he better be getting VIP tickets. Go ahead. Oh, so I, that's what I was gonna say. I want him to be there because I think that would also be what, what achieving what you're saying, showing their personality. Hell, you know what I say? Have send them out for the the honorary tee shot. Let them join in with that. Why not? Just wow. lean into it. <laughs> yeah, why don't we just walk right into the Vatican and start, you know, uh, saying whatever prayers that other religions say? Are you serious? You got Jack? And no, I'm not Gary. serious. I don't actually want this realtor Scott Stallings to be teeing it up on the butt. But if they no, I do. Up, I want him in the field. I if, want him in the field. I want him in the field. I want them to send did, it out. And if say, they did that, would I find a problem with it? No, what I think it's kind of funny and like because I, I bet you, I bet you, I, I bet you, Jack and them would, would like play it up and, and whatnot, but I don't think they would. I okay. So first of all, yes, I agree that everybody would have a sense of humor about it. I disagree yeah. that that's the venue to portray it because of the hallowed ground of what that tee shot means. Who's done it yes. before? You don't. That's not where you introduce the one off. I was gonna say actually until well, right now I was saying fuck it, just give an invitation, be like, all right, dude. No, that, that was meant for you. The other one's in the mail. That would be a bridge too far as well. Yeah. What I was suggesting was a a public a public not even apology admission and almost an acknowledgement that and, and here's the best part get a deep fake of Bobby Jones and have him do it and just say I, I dear Scott just heard about this and to the to the to the realtor Scott dear yeah. Scott just heard about this you know takes takes news a little extra you know to get to where <laughs> I am we don't exactly have Wi Fi yet. You know, we're like, like ham it up and then yeah, just yeah. say, you know, you actually do have a package coming in the mail. As soon as I heard about it, we look forward to seeing you. And that's where you can say at the dinner or, you know, yeah, and, you know you're going to stay overnight in the Eisenhower cabin, some shit. 
you know, and, you know, we look forward to seeing you. And then to the other Scott, then he sends some sort of motivational message to others. But you have like, there's the wink, wink, nod, nod towards we get it. It's 2022. We've got to acknowledge this. So let's go like overboard. IBM's our chief partner. You don't tell me they can't whip up some Bobby Jones AI apology and get that out there. I think this is one of the best things that could have happened to Augusta national because every other time they're in the news, (laughs) it's about being exclusionary. It's about being, you know, whatever. So I say lean into it. Yeah. I'm there for that too. Just like, like where we jokingly got around, but in all seriousness, do it in the right way. But yes, I'm there for that. Second spot, because this is a fantasy golf show and I know uh, we are 38 minutes into it and we, we are going to get to it. I'm excited about, I'm excited about this year. Don't I'm worry, excited about it. We're really going to get comfortable and used to limiting ourselves to certain time frames for all these segments. Just we're going to roll for a while. <laughs> well, shit, dude. Nobody knows you're shooting from the hip. If you hit the target, haven't I said that before? Hell yeah. Ah, I, this is, this is a serious one. I just turned 40. You're going to turn 40 soon. Uh, we got kids. We just saw Seven what happened years. to Bill's game. Bill's game last night. Humanity. We are humans, and and you know what we do is fun. But you got to step back. Paige Sporanic. She gets mm-hmm. a lot of shit because of how she got her name, um, which is by being really hot and good at golf. Like, oh, oh my god! Like she's got a rack and she can putt. Um, and she leans into it, and I think she's wonderful. She's a great, great mm-hmm. contributor to the game. She's a wonderful ambassador for for everything. And she had a little bit of a medical scare, and she disappeared. And so I just wanted to say that, you know, like, thoughts are often with Paige. Ha, ha, ha. No, but honestly, <laughs> I think it's one of those things. Get your checkups, folks. Be human. Take care of yourself. If you see something, say something. Uh, that, yes. that, and it's because I was telling my wife about this, and she goes, well, you know what that means for you, don't you? And I was like, I know. You know what time it is when you turn 40. I'm, I do. I do. I do. Trust me. Listen, y'all are going to hear about it when it happens. Uh, so that was another little, another little piece of piece of tea that I saw out there that I want to make sure we mentioned. And then That's last but certainly not least, there was a story about a couple in New Zealand. I don't know if you saw this. They rang in the new year by playing by, by, by not only playing golf together, but back to back aces. <laughs> Thoughts about a yes, yeah, thoughts about a thoughts about playing what? thoughts about a playing golf with significant others and B have you ever had a hold one? Have we talked about this? Um, so, uh, yes to the first one. I have no problem playing golf with a significant other. I've never had the chance to, so maybe I would change my mind if it happened and I get to experience it. But the, the thought of doing that, I, I'd be fine with, um, I've never had a hole in one. The closest I've ever came was, Back when I was in, oh god, I was I was working at a golf course at the time. Um, it was like 2012, I think, and uh, I think I I came within like seven inches. It's like the closest I came. Pause. So, so we'll find out some point in 2023 if that next like golf. Um, I love it. I wish my I wish my roommate would play golf more. I don't think she has. I just, I just yeah, heard what I don't, you said. I don't think she has the patience. I don't think she has the patience for the game. Um, I mean that in sincerity. Not everybody was meant to play golf. I yeah. love how people are like nah, golf is for everybody. No, golf is not for everybody. That's absolutely true. She's wonderful with the simulator, and I think um, pop stroke would be uh, would be fun. <laughs> uh, of course it would. No, but um, I think that's going to be in, in Top Golf. She loves Top Golf. As a matter of fact, first time we went to Top Golf, we went to Top Golf Tampa. Top Golf Tampa. Say that ten times fast. After a buddy's wedding, and she beat me. 
she topped a bunch of balls like right to the very first target. And I was trying to be, <laughs> I was trying, I was trying to be Norm on Jeopardy. I was trying to just go yeah. deep the whole time. And I, all of a sudden it was too late and she had built up a lead. I couldn't pass. I was like, she beat me. Uh, so yes. Anyways, shouts to everybody out there trying to get yes. through life with, uh, with golf on their side. Now, Andrew. Yes. We're ready for it. The You're, question is, are you ready for it? So for those of you just joining us, this whole party started about a year ago. Andrew sent out yeah. a flyer on t- Twitter said like, listen, fantasy, fantasy guy looking to just kind of dig more into fantasy golf. Anybody out there want to talk about it? I said, I'm your Huckleberry, which is one of the greatest movie references of all time. It's up there with the dude abides <laughs> and Rosebud. He taught yep. me the ways we started with tears or we started, we started with tears and then we moved into mm-hmm. the classic lineups. Um, by the end of it, I had to master lead. He couldn't overcome. And I basically <laughs> done and dusted was 2022 much like live. I will call, I'll chalk that up to our, that was our South park Christmas card this year. We're playing with live ammo. It gets real. Uh, we, we're going to have a season long Nassau going for our yep. fantasy game. We're going to go uh, $5 to whoever wins the most DK points throughout the entire year. $5 mm-hmm. to whoever has the highest week total. Whoever has, whoever sets that high water mark, it's five. And then $10 to whoever wins the most weeks between the two of yep. us. We start this week. We run through the FedEx Cup playoffs. Do we have any questions about our scoring? Not at all. I will be creating a graphic so that we can pop up the current uh, scores each show each week. So everyone watching can uh, play along and, and keep track so that everyone knows also that Buzz can't cheat. Um, so as he I flies do not around. cheat. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it, and look, we're starting I don't know this how to week. do math. It's tournament of champions. It's January 3rd. And we're going to run through this year. And what a better place than to start with a, a small field and a beautiful uh, course at the, the Kapalua. Is that, am I saying that right? Kapalua? Kapalua. Hell yeah. The Kapalua plantation course. Uh, it's going to be a birdie fest. It is going to be a birdie is. fest. It <laughs> always is. Capital with plantation course, uh, mm-hmm. 7,600 yards roughly. It you know fluctuates. Cam Smith, we mentioned it earlier, defending champ, not going to be there. <clears throat> I'm just starting to get into uh, kind of like Mel Kuyper territory. Not going to be there. My sources are telling me he's going to be down under swimming in money. Uh, really <coughs> but heard about it. You know what? That's going to be the other thing too, to, to watch mm-hmm. out is how do these guys react when they start seeing missed opportunities go by? They say it doesn't yeah. bother them, but do we'll they see. get a so, little face a uh, case of what's a FOMO little case of FOMO? Yeah, definitely. But, um, 7,600 yards, par 73. It is a birdie fest. They got wide, wide fairways. They got massive greens. They got a lot of yep. elevation changes and it's always 70 to 80 degrees with like no wind. It's like 10 mile an hour. Okay. Wind. At least the past, at least the past few years, there hasn't been any wind. I feel like back in the past, there was wind was a, a potential factor and that it just hasn't played out that way recently. Well, I think it's, it's kind of, I mean, it's Hawaii. It's a fucking Island. So I think yeah. at any given moment, a giant gust could come off and, you know, get in there. So they are playing on celebration Bermuda T to green. It's the 25th time that they have hosted the Tampa or the Tampa, the tournament of champions <laughs> at Kapalua. And this is the, this was the first, this was the first love child of Corin Crenshaw, the famous dynamic mm-hmm. duo. Who's also, they did a handful of courses in the Bandon area. I don't think they did Bandon dunes proper, but I know they did like the sheep's head project um, as well as old sandwich here in Plymouth mass. So mm-hmm. that team has been together doing some things. They're also going to be redoing the international, the pines course. We saw live at the yeah. Oaks course last year. Pines course is going to get a makeover from Corin Crenshaw. It'll be interesting to see if they come back there. Well, so and the, and the, like, the same duo just redid this course, the, 
the Kapalua Plantation course back in 2019. So the, they had some recent fresh upgrades to yep. it as well. Yep. So um, as we alluded to, sunny, <clears throat> easy to get around there, and massive, massive, massive fairways. Yeah, this is this is scoring, 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 scoring. <laughs> the best about about this, real quick, before we get into keys for success for each of us, if you ever want to go back and see um, Tiger at, I'm not gonna say peak Tiger, it was intro Tiger, but mm-hmm. him and Ernie Els went went toe to toe back in the early 2000s into the wee hours of the night out there, <laughs> and Tiger finally winning it on the fourth playoff hole by draining like a 25 foot monster. And it got me thinking the keys to success for me are, are, are as follows. Number one, putting <laughs> number two, uh, and there's no, 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 uh, particular order, but number one, putting number two, birdies are better. And number three strokes gained approach. I'm mm. not too worried about off the tee this week because even the short knockers are going to get some help with, uh, with, with the, you know, with the wind and the elevation changes, we've seen shorter hitters win out here. So when it's a birdie fest, everything's, everything's 150 yards and in for these guys. So like I said, strokes gained approach, which is basically that kind of test all or, you know, feeling uh, all around feeling of how a player is playing strokes gained putting because that's the other way to, to score. And then birdies are better. Those are my three for the week. Uh, yeah, it's, I mean, we pretty much have the same ones. I, I have T to green. I have birdies are better. It's, 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 it's like it's, you said, it's, it's all the, it's, it's all the main scoring ones. <laughs> you just got to score here and you, and you want guys to not go backwards because a, a bogey backwards here is just gonna, it's going to be like, you're losing two strokes because everyone else around you is the odds are they're going to be scoring. So, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So real quick. (laughs) Well, no, it's important to point that out because there isn't anything, there isn't anything outside. This really is kind of like a skills, uh, skills fest for for these guys. Uh, It it is who's, who's the sharpest right now because we're playing on a pretty easy course. And so go out there and have at it. Who's got great form right now. And you bring it up because who's got great form right now is Sadith Sahith. Sadith Tigala. Uh, one uh, of your favorites. He, he is. He is. He was runner up at the RSM. He won that team event a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. You know, so talking about people who are in current form right now, he didn't rank high in my model uh, when I plugged it into the Fantasy National. Um, sorry, the little the little model generator there. He didn't he didn't get too deep into that, but he still is somebody I'm keeping an eye on this week just because of his current form. Um, and actually, you know what? I I don't left steal, out one. Don't steal it from me. <laughs> oh, I'm not stealing them from you. I'm just saying okay. I did add because of my three keys to success were as were as told approach putting and birdie or better. But yeah. on my model, I also added short game because, again, um, if even if the approach is off, but you haven't you know, you're dunking, mm-hmm. you're dunking a couple chips, you might have an eagle hole out uh, once or twice. That's going to make yeah. a big difference when you're trying to reach for 30, 34 under somewhere in there. Definitely. Well, look, my my we'll. we'll what we'll do is we'll we'll give you because your Sahith Tagala is right around seventy three hundred on DraftKings right now, so so it's a nice value play for me. So I'm gonna stick with the value play as well right here. My value play this week is Seamus Power. Uh, finished fifth, tied for fifth at the RSM, tied for third at Worldwide Technology a couple weeks ago when he won the Butterfield Bermuda. Um, so if you want to talk about good form, the the, the man's stroking it right now. Uh, finished T forty nine at the CJ Cup as well. Uh, but he also, I'm sure there are plenty of men stroking it right now. <laughs> he is also, um, I just, uh, <coughs> um, as far as the, like the birdies stats, he, he's right around the 20 range, uh, which in a field like this is, is closer to the middle than it is to the top. Uh, but still, like I said, because he's been playing so hot recently, 
he the, I did those stats of birdies over the last 36 rounds because uh, it's first of the year. You, you know, some guys have taken a bunch of weeks off, so I want to make sure I captured a lot of things here. Uh, I also suspect if I should cut that down to the last 16, 24 rounds, he would be probably top 15 in, in all those stats. So Seamus Power for me at 7,200 is a fantastic play in my eyes. So there are your value picks uh, for the weeks. Thigala and Power, mm-hmm. and as Andrew pointed out, nobody strokes it like Seamus. Uh, but we're going to start at the top and go down real quick. If you've never done fantasy before, I'm going to be your teacher. Mm-hmm. A couple of terms you're going to hear, basically chalk. Chalk means what you see on a chalkboard. It's what you're expecting. Yep. It's up there. You might have to eat it sometimes. Chalk can be good because sometimes – you got to have those points to form a base, but other times you don't want too much chalk because then you run into a problem with leverage and ownership. Andrew, leverage and ownership is what? Leverage is ownership is making sure you have an edge over the rest of the field because if the uh, rest of the field is scoring, uh, say 30% of the field has one guy and he's scoring the same amount of points as the guy that you have at you know 5% owned or the guy at 5% owned scores, say, two points higher, you, you had, you're jumping a massive uh, portion of the field there. So you want to find all those little edges you can in those senses. That's right. Leverage is difference makers. And then fades are people we want to stay away from. So as we go through the 10 K range and down each, each thousand, we are going to basically just pick a person that we like the person we don't like might do a couple more, but the odd basically say who you want, who do you not want? We're not necessarily laying out a lineup for you. We're just kind of going through and objectively yeah. putting our massive, massive, massive brains together and saying, here are the feelings that we like. Now, 10K range made it simple this week. Rory <laughs> backed out. He's getting a lot of shit for that. Yep. You know, the, the 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 flag bear. We're not even – I had that slated for some tea time talk, but it's not really off course, not really on course. It's just kind of boring. Um, I didn't want to go down that road. So between the two, Scotty Scheffler and John Rom, I'm going to be saying – yeah, John Rom is who you want to lean into there. That's who I like. I'm, I would go with John Rom from the 10K range because he was runner-up last week, and and he hits the ball so freaking long. Now, Scotty Scheffler is not exactly a schlub off the tee either. I just oh. think um, I just think with the recency bias in John Rom, uh, you know, in, in the Kapalua, I would go John Rom in the 10K range if you're going to pony up 10K on a small field like this. Uh, so I'm actually gonna disagree here. I'm gonna say I'm gonna pay the extra 300 for Scotty Scheffler here. Uh, finished top 10 in two of his last three tournaments in the last three weeks, um, and his tournament history here. I just had it in front of me. He didn't play here last year, but he finished T13 2021. Uh, what I like about him, and we're gonna go right into that ownership leverage play. Scotty Scheffler is projected uh, at 17 uh, percent calculated ownership compared to John Rahm at 30 percent. And for me, that's worth the $300 when it's that big of a difference for someone who could put up the same score. Yeah, I agree. I'm probably odds of me actually playing John Rom in my lineup or Slim to Don. I'm just saying truth <clears> to <throat> my head between those two. I agree with your points though on Scotty. Um, I just think that, like I said, I'm, I'm all about the juju, especially in these small fields. It's so hard to kind of you know, play yeah. the numbers accurately, but well, we're going to try it anyway. Avoid chalk. Oh, you, you can't avoid well, in a small field. That's like, <laughs> that's why I brought that up earlier. You have to swallow some because. Um, there's only so many guys out there. It's not like this person grabs, you know, X number of points and you got a potential 154 other guys. There's only 40 other guys. Well, here we got mm-hmm. 38. So in that second tier, I'm sticking with my recency bias. I'm going to say, if you really, really, really want somebody to feel good about, maybe plant a flag under it's Justin Thomas. 
pardon my like pardon my burping uh not only is he always you know top, he's top 10 in birdies you're better he's top 10 in short game and he's top 25 in putting which i would have expected higher but he's top 14 in, in approach i just and also he he's won out here before um yeah. i i just think that he's a guy that that would step into that vacuum created by Rory being gone and kind of have that presence. There's plenty of good names in the, in the, in the nine K with Fitzpatrick and Morikawa, Morikawa being a ball striker, but he's just been playing horrible lately. So that would actually be my fade would be Colin Morikawa fade and Justin Thomas dig into it. Yeah. I'm fine with fading Morikawa. Um, if I, and I'm looking right now at playing another kind of value play here because if I am going to get some of these top guys in here, I'm going to need to save some money. And the next guy I'm looking at personally is Aaron Wise, uh, coming in at under 20% owned this week. Uh, he ranks 14th in my model, uh, third in bogeys avoid, and top 20 in T to green, and birdies are better. So um, I'm liking Aaron Wise at 7,400 to shape me up. Uh, to get some high end 8K, low end 9, 9K guys to round out my lineup. Listen, people who I'm not related to and don't know intimately have also stated publicly that like they like Aaron Weiss. So you you might be onto something there, sir. Dropping down to the 8K range, somebody, mm-hmm. I'm just going to say it right off the rip. I don't care. I love him dearly. <laughs> but until we know what that back's doing, fading Will Salatoris hard and yeah. fast, uh, we just we have to see. Yeah, there's we too have, much again, unknown we, with the way that season yeah, ended. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like it's like in fantasy football. Somebody coming off an ACL, you know, it's their first game back. Don't you don't give a shit what happened in preseason. You got to see a few live snaps before you go into them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the person actually ranks super super high on my on my own my own little model. So this is the AK range where I'm going to trust the science and go into it. Um, he's second on my model is Sammy Burns. You know, I last last year he really rocketed up. You know basically everybody's everybody's charts mm-hmm. uh i don't he didn't actually get to number one in the billboard on any level but he's entering top 10 in several categories including adult contemporary and <laughs> r&b little known fact so sammy burns give him a look in that ak 8k range and sure. willie's willie z i love you but i'll see you at augusta yeah fair enough uh and look someone else who i think is worth mentioning here it's going to be his first tournament at least in the last month i'm not sure what he played before that but at least in the last four weeks this guy has not played uh but he's a seasoned vet and it's the type of course where i think you can just walk on a little cold and still be able to to deliver some fantasy points uh mr adam scott coming in at 7600 uh it might be one of those where like i said just to be able to afford some higher end guys i might uh might squeeze him in one or once or twice. I saw a side by side of his swing from when he was. It actually got my my posture so bad right now. Uh, I saw a side by side of his swing from when he was like 19 years old until now. And he admittedly, when he was younger, um, mm-hmm. started shaping his swing after Tigers. It's funny. There's yeah. a, there's a, there's a portion of the late nineties, early two thousands where you look at their swing side by side and it's almost indistinguishable. Uh, now Tiger Swing looks much more like Rory's, which is funny because we talked about that the other week. But he's a handsome man. Like Adam Scott <laughs> is one of those guys who I'm just like I, I want to be like Adam Scott. I don't. George Clooney used to be my little muse. For he always life, looks happy. He's Australian. Looks like he does and plays <laughs> golf for a living. Like what is there not to be? And I, don't know if you saw, I don't know if you saw that picture of him celebrating at the Masters when he was standing all chest out and everything. But you got a lot to be happy about and proud about. You feel what I'm talking Fair about? Fair enough. I agree. I agree with Adam Scott. Um, I, I do like that. Um, 
and I don't know, I don't know where, where I came off on that because I just went right down a rabbit hole of Adam Scott. Ah, we're in the seven K range now. Good. Yes. Sorry. <coughs> things, things get, things get a little steamy in, in, in uh, which city. I just realized I've been sling I, 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 I jumped right past the hole where in the nine K range, eight K range and jumped right down to seven K both times. So it's just, I was just flowing as I, because I'm building my lineup live. So. That is no, a lot. that's fine. And like, and, and, and like, and like a good teacher, I just let you stay away from oh, the and burner and sharp yeah, objects. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> uh, no, but I do agree with Adam Scott. I was actually, he, he was going to be somebody I was going to lean into for all the reasons you talked about, but he ranks so low on my, on my model. I'm going to trust the science down there. And in this seven K range, there's a, there's a name that um, has, we have some off camera discussion to have about Keegan Bradley. He's 10th oh. in my, he's 10th in my model. He's interesting. I know he was tempting this uh, week. Very tempting this week in the mm-hmm. main category, seven, 16 and 13 for me. He's 32nd. Um, God, dad, dad, gummit. Sorry. He's 32nd <laughs> in, in strokes gained approach, but mm-hmm. he ranks highly enough. Like I said, birdies are better short game and putting that as long as he's hitting it somewhat. Okay. If he's stroking it, as you would put really well <laughs> and his short game is on par pun intended, he could sneak in and, and do some damage this week. Now we're not trying to pick winners here. We're just trying to look at guys who can get a good run, get hot, make exactly. a bunch of birdies. So I say Keegan Bradley, come on down. And just because I think he's annoying the shit out of me, no scientific reason for this at all. I just saw his name <laughs> and it made me really cringe. Billy Horschel, take your little gator chomping <laughs> self and your five gallons of palm oil or whatever the hell you were slicking back your hair with at the president's cup and have a seat. I think he, I think he kind of embarrassed himself in the whole live thing. Of course he's not he, been act- he, he, he's the guy who, when everybody starts kind of like throwing their pads against the lockers to kind of get hyped or something, he takes the glass TV off the, off the wall and smashes it. And everybody's like, dude, what are you so, <laughs> too far, man? <laughs> Just, so yeah, Billy, you can be faded this week. Yeah, no, I'm I'm fine with that too. Um, a, a guy I do want to ask. Yeah, no, everybody, every, everybody knows you're not on you're not on the the same page as the rest of the class. So let's just go off script now. Six <laughs> K. Go ahead. Well, so six K and six K. Honestly, in this tournament, there's I don't think there's much of a need to get down to it because this is it's going to be a top heavy tournament. I, I don't think there's going to be too much value down there. Honestly, I don't know if you feel different, but I didn't really find anyone in the six K range that I felt worth playing. They all ended up at the bottom of my model for good reason. 100% agreed. Okay. <laughs> the only person down there that I would say, keep an eye on if you had to, would be Tom Hoagie. He just came off that win with uh, mm-hmm. what's his face. Uh, the gala at the partner classic or whatever the hell that tournament's called. I don't pay attention to golf. The the partner classic. Yeah, <laughs> fuck ever. Um, other than that, and I would terrible form right now. Let's miss his last two cuts. Right. I would say fade JT Poston too. While the guy is a birdie machine, this is too big of a stage. And I agree with you. 6K, I wouldn't even frig around with it. I think with yeah. this talent pool, you can put together several strong lineups with the seven and eight eight K talent. You don't oh, even sure. need you don't even need nine Kers in there, but I think you can get a get away with a couple of lineups with those nine K guys um, as your anchors and then just have fun with it. We'll see. We will be sharing, you know, um, our results later on as they come in. Uh, but as we close up shop on week one, season two, divots and pivots extraordinaire, what's something you're looking, I already said earlier, I already shared my homework. What's something that you are looking, <laughs> yeah, yeah, see, this is why I start checking your email. And I'll, I'll, I'll repeat, I'll repeat, just because anybody who missed it earlier, 
I am paying attention to live this year. I want to pay attention closely. Yeah. I want to pay attention intimately. I want to circle back with our buddy Zach Hellfan to get his his perspective because even though he's not a golf reporter, he's a sports guy at heart. Uh, and and he might come back and do another story on this, but he'll definitely be paying attention to it. I'm going to be paying attention to it because I think the human element is there. These pro golfers who mm-hmm. have take have taken the money. I'm not shaming them. I just think that in the moment they took the money and they thought this is a cushier. Last year, I said I respect their their decisions. I don't. I didn't say it's the same one I would have made. Yeah, because uh, stepping back, just like I, I made fun of you earlier because it was on the brain, not making fun of you. That's always on the brain. I'm just kidding. I love you, buddy. It was good to see you. It was good to see you last week. It was um, a good time. Yeah, we'll be back. We'll be, shouts to the clubhouse too. Those guys treat us right. And it's a great place often. to go. If you, we're gonna be there often. But um, you said that uh, you know. Avoiding anxiety. I gave you, I gave you shit for using avoiding anxiety or kind of, you know, not pushing too hard as a, as a, as a reason to do something or avoid something. And when people like Pat Perez say, I've put in my dues and here's a payday. I get Mm -hmm. that. If people are looking for, and I think this is where maybe guys like what's, what's Tubbs McGee from Georgia, who I give shit to everybody gives shit to Patrick Reed. If Tubbs would have, if Tubbs would have thought longer and harder about the decision he was making and realized nobody likes you anywhere, but um, I do, I love you, Patrick. We, I'd love to play golf with him and get some tips. That's called hedging kids. (laughs) If some of those guys who thought here, I'm going to go over here make more money and work less. You are, I think they had to have done do it. They had to have done it knowing this is a one-time buyout yeah. and they have plans after that. The sustainability of live, I'm not saying it's dead. I'm just saying the sustainability to live and make money at the levels that they had brought, got brought in on and have been accustomed to if they succeed over the PGA Tour are not going to present themselves. So what happens when you're Cam Smith and you see the purse this week at your tournament is $15 million. We didn't even get into We'll get into it next week because it'll be afterwards mm. when we talk about how much fucking money the winner's going to make. Uh, there's a lot of tournaments with a lot of more money. Not live money, yeah. but a lot of no, money. More compared to what they were before. And that'll introduce the whole Phil Mickelson, was he right, was he wrong, blah, 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 yeah. nest egg thing. But watch how these guys behave. Watch their social media. Watch their public interaction. Watch how guarded it has become because they do sign away a lot of their media rights when they go play for live. They don't have to be hermits or anything, but they can't be as accessible. And also track their social media. Are there off-course obligations? Do you notice them popping up in more of these other social media, Instagram, TikTok feeds of people Mm. being like, holy shit, DJ just showed up for uh, 18 holes with some company that my dad owns and his grandfather built and blah, blah, blah. Or, Oh my God, my cousin's the Sultan of this. And so-and-so just showed up. Brooks Kepka just because the trade-off is there. And these guys know what that life is like when Goldman Sachs says, yeah, well, we'll give you X amount of dollars to put your, our name on your hat. You just got to play with our partners two, three times a year, come to the corporate. That's all familiar. This is yeah. new territory. These are new shackles. Nah, that's a wrong word. Yeah. These are new restrictions. These are new things to get used to. Yeah. How is it going to wear on these guys when they are used to certain certain way? We'll see. It's going to be an interesting season. I'm, I'm looking forward to this golf season more than ever. And, hey, let's not forget that sometime in the next month or so here, we're going to get the the oh-so uh, – what's it called? The, the oh-so um, – Coveted? anticipated sorry anticipated uh indoor tiger rory experience uh let's not forget that that's coming at some point here soon because i just remembered that right now i almost forgot about it and do i think it's going to be more fun and silly than it is serious yes but i'm i'm, I'm going to tune in and see what it's like why not 
for many reasons, you've made me the happiest man on Twitter. <laughs> and you just you just added a reason to that because I forgot all about that. I know this this indoor... I know the, 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 the media of it has gone has just slipped. Uh, what do you, you know, how, are, how are you going <clears> to <throat> compete with NFL uh, playoffs? Yeah, but that is I'm, I'm actually incredibly excited for it. I do think it's going to be a little silly, I but I think yeah. it's going to capture. I think it's going to capture a lot of attention because here are going to be faces and names that people who don't play golf recognize, mm-hmm. and they're going to be doing things that they can actually connect with, which is going to sound weird. Uh, you know, sitting in a re- cause I, I got to feel it's going to look like some of these other game shows with the big stadium they're building and all the sure. other shit forgot all about that, Andrew. So, all right. My homework is to learn a little bit more about that. Uh, your homework is to, uh, read the show rundown that I send them to you <laughs> and everybody else's homework is to go and click subscribe, like, listen, share this with a yes. friend. If you enjoyed it this week, come back next week. If you missed us, I don't know why you would be listening to this in the first place, but tell a friend, Hey, say, listen at the gym, next car ride, turn on divots and pivots zone out for an hour, mm-hmm. laugh, cry, live a little back to you in the studio, Andrew. Yes, catch us always here on YouTube. And then, as always, we will be uploading to your Spotify's, your iHeartRadio's, your Google Pods, your Apple Pods, your Amazon Pods, whatever, wherever you choose to get your podcast, we will be there uh, and, and we'll be ready for you to listen anytime you want on demand. Season two is in the, well, not in the books. It's the, the start of season two is in the books. Season one is in the books. <laughs> but we are just getting started for season two. Uh, and we're ready to roll. We are ready to be here for you. Uh, tune in next week to see how both of us did against each other in the Tournament of Champions. We will update on Twitter uh, at the end of each day as the day as the weekend goes on. So make sure to follow, subscribe, do all the fun stuff to, to get all of our updates. Um, and we're going to, we'll, we'll see you here next Tuesday as always to keep us rolling. Uh, But I had a great time as always. Look forward to seeing all you again next week and have a fantastic night.